Wouldn't it be great if Christians could talk about the Bible and various issues without fighting or arguing or name-calling? Imagine if we could just sit down, have a cup of coffee, discuss, and even if we disagree, treat each other with respect. That's what this podcast is all about, kind, loving, Christian conversations. It's not a sermon or a Bible class. It's just followers of Jesus talking about life and faith. I hope this show encourages you to have conversations like this with people in your life. I'm Wes McAdams, and I want to welcome you to the Crosstalk Podcast. My guest today is my friend Brandon Edwards, who just helped launch the first private social network for Churches of Christ. It's called Agos. And regardless of your religious background, I think you'll find this conversation interesting. Brandon is a brilliant guy, and he's constantly trying to find new ways to bring Christians together and reach the lost with the good news. I hope you enjoy this conversation, and be sure to check out agos.com. You'll find a link in the show notes to this episode. It is. It's a it's a private curated social media, which ironically is what original social media was created to be, uh, including things like Facebook was actually created to be um, private social networking um, for groups and, and the rest. So we've just returned it to its original source. Cool. Cool. So tell us. So what, what would be your elevator pitch? Uh, the elevator pitch is we are a private curated social media for the Churches of Christ globally. And our goal is is to invite the church to communicate like it's never been able to before, but always wanted to. Cool. So, so basically, it's a social network exclusively. It, would we say exclusively, exclusively yeah. for members of Churches of Christ? Correct. Yes, that is correct. Now we've already uh, had we've actually had a few different people from uh, I would say from from different denominational backgrounds that have actually requested to join, come in. It's been more out of curiosity, yeah, uh, just to see what it is that we're doing, uh, and with the knowledge that they would not be able to stay in, but they wanted to just come see what the platform looked like and so forth. And so we've actually allowed some people to see some things that we're doing um, because it's so unique. Um, you know, it's this is not a small feat what we've just done, creating the first ever private curated social media for Churches of Christ. Uh, it, it's a pretty fairly large endeavor. So there's been a lot of curiosity from people across the denominational world and even in Churches of Christ asking what this is, wanting to see what it is. And we've been blown away by the by people's response for, to it. Awesome. So so let's go through some of the features, I guess, and, and tell us about what all you can do. There's a lot of features in it. Sure. If, I mean, if somebody's coming in, the first thing is, is you have to request to join. So yeah. this is where the privacy concept comes in, is what we really wanted to create was a place where people could feel safe, a place where people could even have teenagers and even kids that could come on board. Um, as we have people staffing the content almost on a daily basis, making sure that um, that things that shouldn't be on there are not on there. Um, we, we haven't had any issues up to this point. We are well aware that there will be people who will push the bounds of uh, what's appropriate and what's not. Um, and that's the beauty of the church, though, is that the church will help us police that from the inside out. So it's not actually just going to be us doing that. So to request to join, you can go to agos.com, A-G-G-O-S.com, and go and request to join. And once you're approved, every individual has to be approved. And to join, you have to be able to, in, in good conscience, be able to click a button that says, I'm a member um, in good standing of the Church of Christ. That's what we ask people. Now, we know that's a very open statement, but that's where we ask people to be honest with who they are and what they're doing. And the beauty of the insight is if anybody were to cause some issues, we were, were able to curate them out of the platform. That's the best way I know how to put that is we were, we're able to ask them nicely to move on to other, uh, other pastures um, if they were to cause any issues. So the actual platform itself 
one of the key selling features for, for me as, as my own personal social media guy. I wanted a place where I felt like it was okay to be a member of the Lord's church and not necessarily um, have to deal with, number one, all of the craziness that happens in our world on other social media platforms, but also have a place where I can engage my brothers and sisters in Christ in, in constructive ways and how we can do better within the church without it being public to everybody else. Yeah. Without it, without airing our dirty laundry constantly all over the world, we could do it in a private setting in a private network. So that's why the privacy is, is to protect our members and protect the Lord's church globally, but also to allow for us to really engage ourselves in communication on how we can do better as a global church. So how do you, I guess my first question is how, how do you guard that practically? Like, how do you determine who is, I mean, because, I mean, I don't know how you feel about it, Brendan, but you know, my thought on who is a member of the church of Christ, that's an interesting question in and of itself is what does that mean? Does that mean, you know, people that go to a building that says, you know, such and such church of Christ, or, you know, is, is it broader than that? I mean, I know of congregations, you know, right Mm -hmm. now that, that I, they are, they are part of the church of Christ. They are part of Christ's church. Um, and they would even think that way, you know, even just their vernacular, uh, but their building says something different. It says Christians meet here, or it says the church or, you know, whatever. And so, uh, how do you, how does that work practically, I guess? Sure. And that's exactly the point in it's why we didn't say, um, and this is one of those dangerous things we have to be careful of because it's so easy for us to buy into our modern lingo mm-hmm. as how how we actually claim things. The last thing we want to imply to anybody is that we're viewing ourselves as a denomination, right. as just the ones who have this uh, – if you have the right name on the door. Um, you know that I worked with underground churches in Asia. There's not one of them there who actually has ever heard the term Church of Christ yeah. as a term on a building door because we're meeting in apartments. Uh, you know, we were just Christians who were believers who met in, in apartments. So overall, at the same time, while wanting to make sure that we are we have a pride in who we are in, in the historical nature, the, tr- the historical restoration movement. We believe in that. We want that. We are proud of that nature. But at the same time, we want to make sure we are realistic with when we say Church of Christ, we mean those that are that are the church that is of Christ. Those that are believers in that way, um, obviously, I would I would say that that falls more in line with what you're going to find the historical churches of Christ to be. Uh, but even within our fellowship, I'm well aware there are <laughs> some deviations that go in quite a few different directions, and we will deal with those issues as they arise. We will deal with the people who come in. Uh, what we would encourage people to do is, um, if you have an outspoken agenda, it'll be very quick and clear for everybody to see inside the inside Agos. And um, if we believe it's not causing a problem, then we'll allow it to continue to do and, and you know let people debate it out to their heart's content. However, if we start seeing things being a problem, that's where we can step in and say, this isn't what's best for the overall community. But ultimately, we want to listen to the community. We want to listen to the church on the whole. And we believe that we will be told consistently where the issues may or may not be. Um, you know, I just think of Caleb O'Hara out in out in California, where they meet when, you know, it's called the church. But if you were to go to visit there, it's a church of Christ. If we were to look by practices in the United States, but it's a church of Christ by practices, even because the name is the church. Um, so that's a great example of, we want to make sure that we're fair and honest 
And so anybody who comes and asks and wants to uh, add the church to our map or whatever it may be, we'll go through a process of questions and answers and tell us about yourself and um, where your beliefs would be. Would you say your church would align itself with um, these um, readily accepted doctrines that we find not just in the scripture, but also the historical restoration movement. So there's ways that we'll work through this, um, but we're not afraid of, of having to answer hard questions. Ultimately, where we invite the beauty of being able to actually communicate um, with those that we may have been inadvertently pushing away, while at the same time giving far too much credence to those who simply don't accept anybody outside of even their own local congregation, yeah. uh, not the global community of the churches of Christ. So uh, we will do our best to be um, not judge and jury, but to simply be a listening ear um, and ultimately listen also to the brothers and sisters in Christ on the inside who will help us in making such decisions. Awesome. Awesome. I, I think it's, I think it's fantastic. I, I think that's something that we desperately need. We need uh, ways, not, not just the, the social media aspect of it, but I love uh, like the directory I love what uh, what you're doing to connect people with missions, uh, things going on all over the world. And, and that's one thing that I've noticed here recently is missing is a hub for information about how, how to connect to good missions going on and some way to curate, curate that uh, to people to be able to kind of um, give them a, just the average member or uh, congregation that's looking to support missions. Uh, so, so speak to that, I guess, if you would. Sure. You know, how, how is this going to help to uh, connect the global community of Christians uh, with what's going on all over the world? Absolutely, man. So the, the key starting point I st- uh, start off by saying is the platform itself is already in eight languages. Wow. So we're already in eight languages global. That means that not everything will be translated into eight languages, but the actual uh, ins and outs of the platform itself are translated into Spanish, Italian, French, German, Danish, Dutch, Hebrew, and another one. I can't remember. Um, and then we've got a couple more languages in the pipeworks, including Mandarin Chinese. Um, so these are some of the things that we're working on. So that's when we say the global church, we are doing our best to really connect everyone across the globe. So it's not just an American social media thing. This is a global social media thing for the churches of Christ. So with that in mind, missions and and being a guy who has a degree in missions, being a missionary, uh, having done missions most of my life, um, a big proponent of this was what we like to call our, our, it's our crowdfunding basically for missions. So missionaries can come and set up a page within our, our, our setting and within Agos, and they can create a page. And once we have our crowdfunding should be up in about four or five weeks, they'll be able to add a button once they're approved because we want to make sure that we vet these mission works. Um, and I'll give you just an example. Uh, I don't know about you, but I get a lot of messages all the time from my brothers and sisters in Christ, mainly in India yes. or Africa, looking for support. Right. It's become very hard, and I've found myself and many others, it's very easy to get jaded by the constant requests. So one of the things that Agos helps solve is is that now there is an actual place that we can send them to raise awesome. support. But before then, we want to make sure they're also vetted correctly. So we're, we've got some contacts in many of these different nations, men and women that we love and we trust and we know to be sound, that we will direct many of these men and women to. And we will say, hey, let's say you're from India. You know, my good friend Ricky Gudum. I could say, hey, Ricky, you guys need to talk with this individual and let us know if they're biblically sound, if they're great, or if they're how we could help their work. And once they're vetted, we will add a donate to, and you will be able through our platform to give app to app giving anywhere into the, in the world. Wow. So 
across the world, missions giving. So you could be missionaries to Italy, you could be missionaries to Kenya, to Australia, New Zealand, China, all these different places. And through um, uh, basically it's a Stripe account, um, we have the ability to give app to app giving anywhere in the world through our crowdfunding for missions, uh, which to me is one of the coolest features, man, being able to, to be able to you know, being a church eldership or even just a, a member who wants to give or help, you can just open up the app and give directly to anybody that's on there. And you can even just look for the ones that are verified. And if they have a donate button, that means they're verified. Wow. That means they know who they are. And so we can suddenly give and and see and know what great works are, are going on around the world. And small side note, this is one of my favorites. This might actually help us to not all keep sending people to the same exact places. We may actually start sending people to places nobody's going, uh, which may uh, may be a great thing for us. Because I don't know if you've seen our map yet, and this is one of the directories we have. Every single Church of Christ in the world will soon be on that map. Um, and from just the numbers we're getting right now, it seems like that could be close to 100,000 churches globally. Wow. There's 13,000 in the U.S. We have a we have a list of sent to us just the other day of 50,000 churches of Christ from men that we trust and know just in India alone. Uh, so imagine what the global church we're seeing is. We thought there's one to three million members maybe globally. We're now looking. It seems like from the numbers we're getting from reputable, conservative, strong Church of Christ individuals, it could be eight to fifteen to twenty-five million members globally. Wow. Just astounding when you stop and think about that. I mean, that excites me for missions. That yeah. excites me for being able to give more. Hey, I got twenty bucks at the end of this month. I could jump on the app and literally give it to a a mission work that's going. Um, and beyond just missionaries, members who are raising support for mission trips that they're going on can set up their profile and get donations to help make their trips happen. So you can even crowdfund fund. From the entire brotherhood, not just you know sending those fifteen letters to those family members, yeah, uh, or the same churches. Instead, you can crowd from from the entire brotherhood globally, um, encouraging one another and sending each other across the world. You know, I that that right there makes the entire platform something that I think everybody needs to support because I don't know. I'm, I'm sure that the average member doesn't get the kind of messages on Facebook that you and I get or that every other preacher I know gets uh, from brothers, preachers mostly in India uh, and and in Africa that are sending. And, and I don't know. I have no way to verify whether they're frankly scamming me or whether they're they're legitimate uh, they may be doing a phenomenal work and I assume 99% of them are doing a phenomenal work but a Facebook message is not the right avenue through which to ask for support and so I have mm-hmm. to tell them brother I I can't individually support you and I can't recommend you to my congregation because we don't know you and we don't know the work that you're doing you I'm sure you're doing a great work but there's no way and I think there's a lot that's lost in translation and so there's just this frustrating back and forth and I probably get two or three of these messages every single day there's not a day that goes by that I don't get a message like that so being able yeah. to send them and have this hub where not only they can request support but that not just and and I think that there's so many every congregation I know is maxed out on their missions budget. They're supporting as many missions as they can, both financially and the manpower bandwidth to be able to oversee yeah. and and look over these these various missions. So we need a way to connect individual Christians because 
an individual Christian here, like you said, if you've got 20 bucks in your budget that you can send to a mission work in, in India, that $20 is going to go a long way there where it might buy a pizza here. It's going to do a lot of good work there. And if there's a hub where you can find those good works and send them 20 bucks a month or even a one-time gift of $20, it's going to be a tremendous, tremendous blessing. And I just think about a family sitting down and saying, hey, we got $20 tonight. And instead of buying a pizza and watching a movie, what if we what if we gifted that to a missionary in India or not a missionary, but somebody who lives and works and preaches in India? Let's do that. And let's research them and look at some pictures and send them this money. What a great family devotional that could be a once a week thing or, or once a month thing or once a year thing, whatever it is. Yeah, no, it just it opens up the world for us to realize the beauty of it. And we know that on our end, that's going to be the hard work is we have to make sure that these are verified good works that, that are doing wonderful things for the Lord's church. But man, if we have to do that to be able to connect people, we'll do that all day long Yeah, because it's such a beautiful connection to make. Uh, you know, I love um, one of the church. My father-in-law is an elder at College Church in Searcy, Arkansas. And one of the, the things that they do is they have the kids bring all their change that goes towards missions and Mission Sunday. And one of the neatest things would be is, is to literally then be able to take all that change. And I was talking to him about this other day and just send it. Um, instantly to somebody around the world, just like that, being able to connect people wherever they are. And there's an amazing aspect when you can show people, it's like, why, why do we have missionaries come back and show us all the photos? It's because we want to feel like it was doing something. We want to know and see it here. You have a daily reminder of missionaries and how you can actually connect with them. And if they do what they should be doing, which is updating their profiles and making sure that they're active on the site and active on the things you'll see all the stuff all the time. Yeah. You'll be able to come on and rejoice and find joy in the hundreds, if not thousands of baptisms that are happening around the world. And the more we've built this and the more we've started connecting, the more excited I've got about the church. And I don't know if you felt this, but man, we, we are a, 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 sometimes a, a negative people. Um, you know, the sky is falling constantly kind of mentality. Yeah. And in the U.S., man, it's so easy to get in that mentality these days with everything else that's going on. But man, it is exciting for me to see the stunningly powerful works that are happening around our globe right now, which reinvigorates me to go out in my own community. Man, if they can do it at in that context, why in the what in the world is my excuse? Yeah. Uh, an inability to do it here. So there's just something exciting, not just about Agos as a platform, but exciting for all the things that I'm learning, all the things that I'm seeing. Um, and it's just, a, it's a, it's fun. Like I'm truly enjoying this social media platform just for the people that are coming on that I go, that's an awesome story. Like I had no clue. And man, sermon prep and all sudden examples. We, we could finally start hearing some new examples from sermons, <laughs> you know, because there's new stories out there that are happening every day. Yeah. It's just, it's exciting to see that. And that's just that, what we've been talking about is just the missions component of what yeah. we're doing. Yeah. Uh, you know, the online directory, it's an interactive online directory where you can zoom in all the way down to street level, which will have every single Church of Christ globally. So imagine you're traveling. And you want to find a local church nearby, you'll be able to pull up the app and find it right there. Uh, you'll be able to hopefully even find the local members as they join in. Um, they can come on board and you can even connect with people and uh, as you travel to places and find them all over the world. I mean, just some incredible little features that uh, are, are all over this platform. So on the map, so I'm, I've got it open right now. And, and so if I, if I click on directory and it, like you said, it brings up a map so I can zoom in on that and that will show me both 
where people are and where congregations are as well? Yes. That's so awesome. what we way we've separated them is all of the every single church will show up as a flag. So you'll see a state flag for like the state of Texas. If the church is in Texas, you'll see state of Alabama and so forth. So all the churches across the United States will all have a flag. Then you'll actually see uh, sometimes if people don't put in a profile picture, they'll just have like a little letter of their first name. So you'll see the letter of their first name, but otherwise you'll actually see the individuals too. So this map will be filled with every single member of the Lord's church globally as they come on board and also every single church. And so you can actually on the churches, on, there's a search feature where you can actually just put in there the name of the church or just put Church Church of Christ Dallas or Church of Christ Nashville. And it will literally break down every single church that's in that area. So we've added every church in with um, data tags to when people do searches, they'll find exactly where they're looking for or within the closest, I think the closest 50 miles, all the churches in that area. So how, and this is something I could ask you off the air, but I'm just going to go ahead and ask no. you right now. So like, because I preach for the, the McDermott Road congregation, how would I update the information that's there under the profile for the church? Perfect. So that's a great question. So one of the key things is wanting to keep our, our data secure, not just secure, but our data up to date. So right now, every single one of those dots that's being created, Agos is, uh, I hate to use the word ownership, we own that dot in essence, sure, right? Sure. Uh, and the reason we do that is because we want to make sure that all of the people, like somebody can't just come in and delete a church right. and you know make it disappear from wherever it's going, but even though it's still there, because um, people tend to mess up things and do stuff and for whatever reasons. So what would happen is we have a special feature within our ministries. In fact, one of our ministries tabs there is we have designed a place inside of Agos for churches to have private intercommunication networks. So you, if you wanted to take ownership of the McDermott Road uh, private group, we can make that happen all day long. And that actually creates a way where you can actually post things. Gotcha. You can create events. You can schedule. Uh, we have ticketing online payments, um, all sorts of different features that where you can bring in your entire church network and communicate all within a private Church of Christ network. Hmm. So it's like a private setting inside of a private app. Wow. And so you tell people, hey, go make sure you go and register for our children's event or for BBS, all of it within Agos itself. Just that simple. So that's one of the things that we've done is we've separated out the dot on the map from the actual church um, movement, the church communication and the rest. So the map keeps its integrity no matter what happens. But then on the actual ministries group, man, we, those features alone right there are going to be a powerful features for churches. And we'll launch those in a couple of weeks. So one of the neat things about that is um, Agos is a, uh, is a ministry, but it's a business also. And the reason it's a business is because we wanted to make sure that we did our best and provided the best possible platform for the church globally. So a lot of those things that we'll be providing will actually be um, uh, a monthly subscription for churches. So 95% of the platform is absolutely 100% free. So what you're in right now will always be the same. None of that changes whatsoever. But to have those private networks Churches will pay, and it will be completely based off of the size of the church. So small congregations will pay a whole lot less than what bigger congregations will. But at the same time, it's really not about money. It's just about what it's going to cost us to actually run this platform and keep it going for the brotherhood on the whole. 
Um, if you were to look at doing something like this in the app world right now, you'd be talking about, oh goodness, we've seen as much as uh, $1,500 to $2,000 a month for something like this. Um, you know, let's say a church of 20 members, we most likely wouldn't be anything above 15 to $20 a month yeah. um, to provide the same type of platform. Because ultimately for us, this is about the church. It's about the church connecting like it's never been done before. Um, and that's going to allow churches and Christians to see the value of what we provide, but also be able to invest themselves in the church and in the global platform as we do this on the on, on a grander scale. Very interesting. Very interesting. So when I when I go to the live feed, which is kind of cool, um, so yeah. th- so there's no there's no friendships or or followers or likes Correct. in this <laughs> platform, right? Correct. You are already friends with everyone. That's the way it works. Interesting. Now, there is one little neat feature. So if you wanted to, if you go to a profile of somebody that's not you, you can actually star. There's a little star, and it technically it actually says friends. But all that really means is I want to be notified when this person does something. Okay, gotcha. So if I were to – let's say you were to star my profile, I'd be able to – whenever I post something – I just something, did it. You I starred you, Brandon. Sweet. I have a follower. Uh but what that does is anytime I post something, it simply gives you a notification. Okay. That's gotcha. it. So you actually, instead of having to request to see stuff, everybody sees everything from everybody. You know why? Because we're the Lord's church and nothing should be uh, nothing should be hidden from the things we want to share with one another. Now, you can uh, do private groups for your church. If you just want to communicate with your church privately, that's why we have the private church network. So you could do all your inner church communications if you wanted to sit, put it that way. But on the live feed, anything you post in the live feed can be seen by anybody at any time. Now, some people that may terrify. Other people, they may look at it and go, wow, so I don't have to know everybody for, for my information to be seen. So as a missionary, a preacher, a gospel preacher who travels around, you're on the same footing as everybody else. Like we are all equal in this. Yeah. So there's no, I have 5,000 friends. So everybody sees everything I do or instead it's no, no, you're, if you put your stuff out there and, and you share what you're doing, your ministry work, it's, it's open and available for everybody to see. Yeah. And I think there's a beauty in that equality. Yeah. It's, absolutely. We, all, we all get to be first among equals. Yeah. Um, and that's something uh, that I really like about the live feed. Very cool. So tell me about the trip tab. So I, I'm looking at the, uh, my, the 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 live feed, and then and then you can post something just like other social media networks. But then there's a trip tab. So tell me about that. Yes. So okay, the trip tab is specifically designed in mind for preachers or people traveling. Now, I don't know about you guys, but I travel a lot. When I travel, I'm always looking for a church to visit uh, or I'm speaking at a church and I want to connect with people who are there. So with the trip tab, let's say you were going to speak at a conference in, you know, you were coming to Nashville, Tennessee to speak. You would set up a trip and you could actually click on it and say trip. And instead of it just saying um, post, you could actually say notify people. And when that pops open, you can actually um, – there's a little slider tab on, on the range. You can put it from 20 all the way up to 65, um, uh, 65 uh, I think it's kilometers or miles out. And you can specifically find every person that's in that radius, and it will send them a notification letting them know you're coming to town on those days. Wow. So, so just imagine you're a gospel preacher hosting a gospel meeting somewhere, and how many times have you had the conversation, man, I would just wish I'd have known you were coming. Yeah. Like I totally know you were. 
Well, if you're on Agos, if people are coming to your town, they can notify you. They can let you know that you're coming to that area. And so you can schedule a trip and people will actually see that you're coming there. Uh, so for preachers, traveling missionaries, or people looking for a church home, uh, moving to a new area, you can literally say moving to this area, scheduling a trip, looking for a church home, because it won't just notify just the individuals. It will also notify those churches in that area. So if you're, say, at McDermott Road, and you guys may like may be like, yeah, we'd love to know when new people, members of the Lord's Church, are already moving into our area. We'd love to be able to reach out to them and help them unload their truck. Right. Those type of things you can actually do by being online in August. That's awesome. I mean, we live in a, as you know, we live in an area where tons of people are moving to the Plano area. And and so a way for us to get notification for members of Churches of Christ that are moving here, uh, what, a, what a tremendous thing that would be to yeah. be able to say, hey, here's a list of people moving to your area and they're looking for a church. I mean, that's not only good for them, but good for us to be able to connect to them. So yeah, that's a tremendous yeah. feature. We get to have all things in common. We yeah. get to actually communicate the way that I think um, we've always wanted to. And, and we haven't talked about this yet, but one of the beautiful things about Agos is that it allows for churches still to be completely autonomous. So every church still gets to be, the elders get to be the elders, deacons get to be the deacons, preachers get to be the preachers. It just allows us to communicate. And so Agos itself, the word means vessel. It's Greek for vessel or jar. That's all we wanted to be was a vessel, a way, a tool for people to communicate and to connect like they've never done before. Um, and, and there's a beauty to that because every church still gets to be the church. So we, we, can, we have no say in who moves where, but man, we would love to be part of a, ch- a local church knowing when a family is moving to a new place or when a gospel meeting is happening. And that kind of leads me to the events page. Uh, so the events page is a really cool feature because um, if you've ever sat around sometimes and wondered, man, it just seems like all I ever hear about is the same five events. Already, I have been shocked by how many events. I think we've had close to 50 events on the counter, whether it's gospel meetings or lectureships or singings or whatever it is, because you can go on there as a member or as a, a church and you can add your event happening at your church. We don't care where it is. Add it, and it will show up on the global map. Yeah. And you invite all of the people around you to come and join you. Uh, it's like free marketing to every person in your community that's already a member of the church, obviously. But those are the people who are going to get the greatest encouragement from what you're doing. And so just the events tab alone is the one we've seen the most action on <laughs> because so many people are going, I can let people know we're having this. Yeah. Uh, doing a VBS. I don't know if your wife's anything like mine, but VBS has come up in the summer and she's always looking for, Hey, where's a couple of different VBSs? not just our own local one, but maybe there's some other ones that I'd love to take the kids to and support other churches and what they're doing. Well, that's a way you can do that. Everybody can put their VBS on there and you could, man, you could send your kids for 12 weeks in a row to VBS. I think during the summers in some areas, Yeah, (laughs) they could just be nonstop VBS encouraging people. You know, one thing that what everything you're saying, one of the things I see as a benefit is that as Churches of Christ, we are autonomous and we're independent um, and that that's good. And I think that's biblical and I think it's right. But what ends up happening is 
one, there is no connectivity or there's limited connectivity between congregations. Um, and, and sometimes we don't know what all's going on in other congregations. But also what ends up happening is you have circles. You have uh, certain circles within, the, within churches of Christ. And some of those are, are based around doctrinal things. Um, so, you know, there, you have non-institutional circles and you have institutional circles. Um, and so that, that becomes problematic, not because there, there would be some, I think, that would draw a line of fellowship and say, hey, you know, you're not my brother or whatever, but that's another issue. Uh, but, but I think that there's a lot of people that consider each other brothers and sisters in Christ. It's just that, eh, well, you know, I wouldn't necessarily go to an institutional church or not, you know, so you, you've got that, but they would support each other's meetings if they knew about it. They would go to each other's, yes. you know, whatever, if they knew about it. And so having a way for us to break down some of those circles that exist because of cultural differences or because of, you know, doctrinal differences uh, and, and for us to be a big family globally and locally within a city or a metropolitan area, I think that the benefits of that are, are just tremendous. Uh, so being able to connect people from various circles within churches of Christ across the globe uh, would just be absolutely awesome. Yeah, no, for, for sure. In fact, one of the key things that we wanted to do when we started putting things on the map, we, we, some of the lists that we have that we've gotten through the years from different people from 21st Century Christian, which they've got a great, great information, a lot of different things on churches. One of the things we often found is that people kept on asking in some way, apparently, they wanted a breakdown, institutional, non-institutional, uh, even things as simple as African-American, white, <laughs> whatever it may right. be. Um, and we just kind of made a decision and said, no. I love it. So they're all there. And um, the reality is I had a friend of mine, and just to give an example, I, I, uh, I've taken kids to Chicago a few different times. And my mom lived there for a few years in high school, and so I knew of a couple of the churches in Chicago. But I'd actually worked with some of the African-American churches in Chicago, and I just had a, a, a well-known preacher, a good friend of mine. When I told him that there were 64 churches of Christ in Chicago, he looked at me like it was like I was crazy. And I said, yeah, yeah no, there's 64. And he said, he said, I just, I never knew. I never knew there was that many churches of Christ in Chicago. I just yeah. assumed that there was very few. And I said, I know. And I, and it's not necessarily that there, I don't want to imply any type of racial prejudice. Literally, it's just, we don't know. Yeah. It's, so it's different circles. It, yeah, exactly. So to see it on such a, a grand scale, when you get to look at these, we assume churches are different when they're abroad. But we don't actually realize that we have a lot of churches that are even churches of Christ in the United States that are very diverse Mm -hmm. and they're outside of our, like you said, our circles. And so there's a beauty to me to see the churches and then go, you know what? You guys are with me on this. We're doing our best that we can. And sometimes we're, uh, you know, we may have somebody calls us one day and says, by the way, one of the churches on the map, not even Church of Christ anymore. In fact, they don't even have it on the door. They don't even care. They're so far gone. And we'll go, hey, thanks for letting us know. We'll remove that church from the map. However, that's going to be something that will be, I think, more the exception than the rule. Because I think we're going to end up, um, especially internationally, we're getting almost daily new lists of churches that are churches of Christ across the globe. That I And I've traveled over 40 countries I'd never seen or heard of and knew they were there. And it's just astounding how, um, because of our autonomy, we've missed out on so much joy and connectivity. And so that's what we hope Agos can bring is a sense of connectivity while still giving, letting everybody be autonomous. Yeah. But you don't get to, we don't, we will no longer be able to say we don't know. That That's the thing that gives me great joy is instead I can rejoice 
with what I see happening globally in the church. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. And I, and I think that that's, that's something that um, Facebook and Twitter probably even, but, but especially Facebook for me, I mean, there's a lot of, there's a lot of negatives, but there's, there's a lot of positives too. I mean, I love being able to scroll and see all the baptisms, you know, I, we may not have had a baptism here that Sunday, but I scroll down and I see lots of new family members and, and that excites me and thrills me. And so to have a place where it's exclusively that kind of content, uh, is just incredibly encouraging because then I can find out what, what God is doing throughout the world in, in, in these congregations. And so, uh, I think this is going to be a tremendous blessing, brother, and I'm, I'm really excited and thankful you're doing this. Well, I appreciate it. I'll tell you that one of the, the main key things that I'll also share is for brotherhood business owners. And so if you own a business and you're a member of the Lord's church, Lord's body, we have a whole entire section just for you where you can advertise your business uh, to the brotherhood. Man, if you're a T-shirt designer, graphic designer, or if you're just an accountant and you know you want to hire even people, we have a whole entire job board area that's going to be a major feature where you can – it's not just ministry position. It will actually have internships, job opportunities from accountants and you know guys who change tires. If you're a brotherhood business owner, uh, we want you guys in. You can come in and advertise and let the brotherhood know. So again, we can have all things in common. Uh, and I, I find that to be one of the most exciting things that we'll have. We'll have an entire media section where you can upload all your sermons, upload all those preaching sermons, videos of series that people have done to where you can share that with the global community, preaching schools. Um, and just to give you some of the people we've talked to already that are, are very excited about the platform, um, we've got CYC and we've got Exposure Youth Camp, um, Apologetics Press, Gospel Advocate, people from Freed Hardman to Harding to Oklahoma Christian to a lot of different people and even institutions that are very excited about coming on board because we didn't design this just with one thing in mind. If, if you haven't caught on to this, it's kind of overwhelming when I talk through all the different features. We designed this for everyone. We designed this for the stay-at-home mom. We designed this for the preacher. We designed this for the podcasters um, who want a global audience. We designed this with the global church in mind. The goal was the whole of the Lord's church, not just one segment of the Lord's church. And so we wanted to really make sure that people knew, hey, you know, I'm, you know, I'm not a preacher, but I own a business, and I'd love for the church members to know I'm here. We got you covered. Um, or one of my new favorite features, and this is kind of you're getting an exclusive here, uh, is we will eventually and very soon, Lord willing, have an Airbnb feature huh. where you can actually um, open up your own home. Or even uh, if you've got a rental property or something like that for missionaries traveling through, you can even give missionary discounts or even say missionaries can stay for free. I don't know if you ever realized, but how often missionaries, when they come back or traveling on furlough, need places to stay. Yeah, It's always a problem. Um, so there's a lot of different ways where churches can come on board and bring their entire church network on board and, and support a, a work like Agos, but also have – uh, access to a brotherhood global concept. We'll have an online marketplace, a global Amazon type marketplace for members of the church where you can sell your books, your writings, or even your uh, you know clothing, whatever you want to do. So we've got a global bookstore. We've got a global marketplace. We've got an Airbnb feature. Um, we've got the, the the giving platform where we can you can give to anybody in the world, um, the crowdfunding for missions, the online directory, the live feed, all of this designed for the members of the Lord's Church globally. And uh, it's an exciting thing to be part of. Like I feel so blessed to, to be part of something this um, large scale, this big scale, 
because I think it was time for us to lead uh, for once. You know, we've been so behind the curve so often in technology, media, and a lot of things in the in the global church. But I can tell you right now, there is no people out there, especially in the um, global Christian community, and I use that word very loosely here in that scenario, global Christian community, who has anything like this. In fact, we're hearing that from quite a few of them who are wanting something like this. They don't know where to begin, and we have it. And we have it for the global church of Christ. And so it's nice to be on the on the leading edge of something every once in a while. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to the Crosstalk Podcast. If you enjoyed it, make sure you're subscribed on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you find your podcasts. And if you have an idea for a future episode, send me an email, wes at radicallychristian.com. As always, I love you, God loves you, and I hope you have a wonderful day.